Hey everybody, welcome back to Make the Space with Ashley. It's your girl Ash. Thank you for tuning in again for another episode. I greatly, uh, greatly appreciate everyone's love and support. Sorry, I got a little tongue tied there. Um, if you're not doing so already, make sure you are following the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Instagram page at Make the Space with Ashley. Uh, that is my only social media. If you would like to be a guest on the show, hit me up there and let's talk. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. We have our friend, Brandon Allen. Brandon, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for asking. I just want to, first and foremost, thank you for taking the time to come on. I know that you are a very busy man. Um, you got a lot on your plate being a teacher. I know that that's not an easy job. My cousin, my cousin's actually a social studies teacher too for high schoolers. <laughs> so I know how that, <laughs> yeah, so I know how that can be, you know, but you, what you guys do is uh, amazing work. And, um, you know, I know how hard it's been during the pandemic. So thank you for taking the time today to, to come on the show and talk with me. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. For sure. For sure. I'm excited too. Now, we got Brandon here. He is going to share with us his mental health journey and talk about his amazing brand, The Hood Hippie Love Yourself. And we're going to get into that. Um, Real quick, I want to do a shout out to our girl, Natalie. So Brandon was not easy to get a hold of, (laughs) y'all. I looked into the brand because that my girl Natalie was always, you know, rocking his stuff. And I'm like, yo, what, what's up with this? So when I went to the actual site and I saw what the brand was all about and I learned a little bit about Brandon's mental health journey, I was like, wow, I would love to have this beautiful person on my show. So I did the professional thing and I DM'd him and I emailed him and I didn't hear from him for a week. So I had to recruit Natalie as the interim PR person for Brandon. And I was like, yo, can you like get me connected with this dude? Finally came through and the rest is history. And we're here now. So shout out to Nat. Appreciate you, girl. Um, You're going to have to hire her as your PR person for real, for real. I might have to. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like when I busy y'all he is busy like he don't check his emails his dms like but now i got your number so there's no excuses <laughs> yeah, I'm say, now if you're trying to get in contact me just call me yeah that's it i will call you so brandon before we get into it um i always have when i have a guest well i have what i call a flex moment and basically it's your time to shine i feel like and you know in our day-to-day we don't speak highly of ourselves you know, so this flex moment is the time to speak very, very highly of yourself. Let us know what you got going on in your life, what you all about, you know, just share a little bit more information that you, you know, are comfortable to share with the listeners. Hey, so my name is Brandon Allen, as you mentioned before. Um, I am 23 years young. Um, <laughs> I was born in the Bronx, New York. You're um, let's go, baby. <laughs> that all day, every day. You already snow. <laughs> yeah, so you know, lived there until like I was about ten. Then um, my mom moved to Pennsylvania, so I moved with her. Um, so then you know, ended up living out here, which was pretty nice. Um, at a young age, I was just very involved into sports. You know, always playing basketball. That's where I was going to the NBA. 
that didn't happen. <laughs> you know, just like I, I'm heavily involved in football. I started playing football when I was like in seventh grade. Um, I hated it at first, you know, but grew to love it. Um, sports was my outlet. It was just a way that like, I kind of found like my sense of purpose like in the world, you know, so I was like, I'm good at it. So, and I got a lot of praise from it. But like every, everybody knows that praise is short lived, that sometimes when, they, when you receive it, it kind of goes with it. So it's kind of like a drug where you just need more, you know? So I found myself just like, you know, just being highly involved and like looking for the approval of people, you know, at a very young age. Mm. Um, through school, um, I remember when I got to high school, I didn't think I was gonna go to college. So that was never, and like, it was never even a thought until like I had this one teacher who just like sat, pulled me to the side and just said, hey, like, you're gonna go to college, you're gonna make somebody yourself, you're gonna, you're gonna be somebody. And I never forget that because like he's probably one of the reasons why I became a teacher in the first place. Because I was like the first person outside of my family to like believe in me, which I thought was pretty special. Like I thought that I, I think that like teachers change the world. And mm. I mean, sometimes it just takes like someone to shine light on something or to like point out something, some good in, in you in order for you to, to be able to like to propel you on like where you where you're supposed to be. So like. That kind of changed, you know. I, you know, around that time period, I started to change a little bit of like who I was hanging around, like my mentality and stuff like that. Um, kept working out, you know, working really, really hard. Um, got the opportunity to play uh, football at Towson University, which was awesome. You know, um, going to Towson, didn't know um, what I wanted to study. Um, I was kind of like I was undecided. But I kind of realized that, like, and then, like, towards my sophomore year, I kind of, you know, like, decided, like, right, I took an urban education class. So I was like, all right, maybe, you know, education might be something I want to do. But also that sophomore year was a big struggle with my mom, personal mental health. Um, like I said, everything was going good. I had everything, you know, I had everything I, I thought I needed, but I still felt really, really empty. You know, so, like, it was just, like, a lot of, like, internal struggles and stuff like that. But, like, the whole idea of depression was never ever a thought. I didn't know. I thought it was just like, like, in, like with my battle with my own emotions. I just thought I just was sad and unlike other people. I was just like, why do I get sad? And other, like all of my other friends seem like they're really really tough, and I just felt like crying. But my dad said, "Ben, don't cry." So oh. I just one thing I just felt like I, I neglected. But then, like I felt like that sophomore year in college, like everything just came pouring out. We're just like. I remember I went like a couple, I went on like a week where like I just wasn't eating at all, couldn't sleep, you know. And then like just since we, we well we're going into it, so, um, that, <laughs> that week, um, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm 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 done living, and I'm going to like I'm, I'm going to kill myself. So I had, a, I had a plan, tried to do it, ended up waking up like 30 minutes away from campus. I was like kind of pissed off. I'm just like, like God, you knew I wanted to die, like. Why don't you just let me pass away? Like, what the heck? So then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to play. I'm going to make a set plan and it's, it's going to go through, you know, and, and nothing's going to stop me. And had the set plan, had the set time, whatever the case was. So as I'm walking out, you know, I, I put my phone down. My phone lights up. It was like an Instagram notification. And I, I noticed that it was my mom. I was like, what the heck? Like, my mom was usually asleep at this time. And I'm shaking. I got my phone in my hand. I'm just like, like God, if I... If I call my mom and she answers, it's just a sign that I have some type of purpose in, in this world. I call her, of course, you, well, I'm here today, so of course she answered. So, you know, I call her, I told her exactly what I was going to do. And like, 
like I broke down, she broke down, and like, she was like, all right, I'm gonna pray for you. But then like I, it, I would, most people say, oh, that's when I felt better. But like I didn't feel better. But like that's when I kind of knew like, all right, like you're here for something. And then that's when I kind of started to, to search for it. Um, like I said, started getting involved with just like Christian group, like at school, you know, to help me, like guide me, and just like get my sense of purpose. And that's when I realized that like I was like I'm, I'm a helper. But one thing I've learned, like through my journey, was that like I was so much, I was so used to giving so much of myself, but I wasn't giving myself anything. Mm. So like I was operating on E for a very long time. And I remember like one thing, you know, my mentor always used to always say is just like you have to ask yourself these two questions: Is it gonna last forever? And is it gonna love you back? Like I'll get back to those two questions later on when we talk. But like that's just something that I always had to like reflect on. Um, fast forward a little bit, you know, like. It was like getting approaching towards my senior year. I was like, all right, you know, I'm about to graduate, whatever the case was. But me and my friends, we were, we were hanging out. And I remember he randomly said the hood hit. And like, it just stuck with me. I was like, what? Like, that sounds so sick. And I'm the type of person, like, when I have an idea, I cannot sleep at all. So, like, I, there was just like, like, weeks, I just could not sleep. And I had this, this thought in my head. I'm like, like, is that we should turn this into a brand? We're like, we're like, what is it going to look like? And just like, you know what? Um, so that's when I, when I was just like, but the hood hippie, like, that sounds like, like, I feel like there's something missing to it. And then that's when I came up with the hood hippie, love yourself. And I, I was like, nah, that's perfect. So then I remember, like, I didn't know anything about clothes or how how to design it. So I remember the first thing I did, I went on Custom Ink. I designed, like, a little, like, logo. I put it on there. And I remember I had, like, probably, like, a grand in my account. And I was like, I'm just gonna use this all just to, to, to pay for this. I bought like 25 sweatshirts. And I was like, let me just see what this does. I, and if, if it doesn't work, I guess this is gonna be the Christmas present for my for my family this year. <laughs> I remember like sending that in, buying it. And like, I remember all I, I didn't tell nobody about it. I just took a picture of it and I posted it on my Snapchat story. Like people were sliding up and they're like gone in like four hours. So I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe, maybe I can't do this. But then, like, you know, that's when I started to, like, think more into it and just, like, the, the meaning behind it and just, like, the explanation. So I'm going to give you the explanation of what the Hood Hippie Love Yourself stands for. So, like, the hood, it represents, like, security and strength, you know. And um, the hippie, you know, symbolizes, like, individualism, you know. Like, some people like to call it weird. I like to call it unique. When you think about the hoods and the hippies, you know, they all go to the same schools, the same social events. And I think the same concept is true about our minds. You know, you know, we got those secure thoughts and the secure parts of who we are, and we have those individual details that make us who we are. Those might be the things that just like your immediate friends know about you. Sometimes it might be something that only you know about yourself. And for so long, I lived with those things being separate and realized that those things become one. And then it ties into it with just loving yourself. So the love yourself part, just a reminder, just to do what it says. I feel like we give so much compliments to other people. You know, we laugh at other people's jokes. We like their pictures. But sometimes we fail to see the goodness in our own heart. So it was just like a reminder, like, I felt like you cannot love other, you, and then, like I said before, like, I felt like for so long I was pouring on E. I can't pour into someone else's cup if there's nothing in my cup. So like, I have to, I have to fill myself up. So I feel like I've been talking forever, but yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that's, my, that's my story. That's the, that's the brand. Yeah, that's, that, that's it right there. No, like this is your episode. So don't be like, oh, am I talking too much? Da, da, da. Like, no, nah, no, nah, it's all about you, 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 you. Um, first and foremost, thank you for sharing all that. Um, I find that I feel like our 
we have a lot of similar similarities you and I in our mental health journey and I, I'm not gonna get into that too much because it's not about me it's about you we could talk about that some other time you know on the phone just me and you but um uh you mentioned that so the end of 2016 was when you had your suicide attempt and then you had like that sign from God when your mom picked up um earlier you mentioned that your dad would tell you like oh men don't cry and Mm -hmm. like that was something that I, I know that's something a lot of men grow up with you know um showing emotion is not masculine right how was that how was that different when you opened up to your mom about your mental health you know when she picked up that phone and you told her like what she was about to do and everything how was that received from your mom um it was a super love you know because like i feel like that was the first time where like i was able to take off the mask you know like mm-hmm. sometimes when you try to like hide it and i think the big thing about depression is like you never want to be a burden to somebody else mm-hmm. so it's like i don't want to share my sadness i don't want you to be concerned about me all the time i don't want you to always be worried and, and the one thing I, I don't want for sure is i don't want you to feel pity for me you mm-hmm. know so I felt like that was the first time where I was just able to put it out there and like I think in expressing that it like people would have more of an understanding of who I was and why I acted the way I act. Hmm. So you said you know obviously like you told your mom and of course you know at that moment you felt a weight lifted off your shoulders because finally you're opening up to someone about your struggles but you didn't feel better right away you mentioned you started going to christian christian groups surrounding yourself with with good people um and you know filling filling up that cup you know you're you're constantly pouring into others but now you're pouring back into yourself what were other things that you did after this attempt that you know started to better your mental health I think journaling was the big thing. Mm. And also, like, I, I met with, like, a counselor. With, he was a therapist, you know, but he was somebody who, like, worked at, like, my church. So, like, I think, like, being able to verbally express my feelings and to realize that, like, sometimes we look at the surface level stuff and I, and I think, like, speaking to somebody else about it, it kind of goes deeper into, like, the underlying you know stuff that went on so like it can be stuff that would it back to all the way back to like my childhood that that's mm-hmm. still affecting me today but since it was unnoticed and it was undealt with it was something that was still lingering on and still affecting me to like till that moment right right because if you think about it or i mean i think you, this analogy could apply to most mental illnesses it, it's like an iceberg right when we look at an iceberg you know, across the ocean, we're like, wow, it's so huge and it's taking up so much space. But then you think about the rest of it that's under the water that we can't see. And that's kind of how depression's like, you know, like we know like, hey, I'm feeling sad right now. I want to cry all the time. I don't know what's wrong. But then once we get connected with a mental health professional that could really help us unpack these emotions and dive deeper into it, that's when we get, you know, below the surface and we start to see the rest of the iceberg and then it's like oh so this is all connected this all makes sense and like you mentioned you know things could stem back all the way from childhood when you really start doing that self-work mm-hmm. That's so 
that's 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 great so you know you got you got involved in christian groups you did the talk therapy were, were there other people that you opened up to like rather like other than your mom excuse me um like were there other family members that you started to open up um to about your mental health yeah so like my aunt like she was very influential like trying to because like we're processing my emotions on a daily basis like being able to come up to her and just be like hey like i'm sad and like uh like i was suicidal and like whatever the case was and for her to be like I understand exactly how that feels. I feel like sometimes, like, I always tell people when you're, when you're in a shitty situation, when you meet someone else who's, who's also in that shitty situation, it doesn't seem so shitty anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just like, to know that I had some, like, I wasn't the Lone Ranger, I wasn't by myself. I feel like there, there, there was freedom in that. So, like, being able to talk to her, having her just check up on me randomly, I thought, like, that, that was pretty good just to process my emotions on where I was at. That's amazing. It sounds like, you know, you have some great people, a part of your support system, you know. And the thing is, like you mentioned, when you know someone else is going through it, it doesn't feel, you don't feel so alone and it doesn't feel as bad. Depression is a big liar, right? It makes you believe that you're alone and that you're the only one going through this and no one cares about you and 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 you can't reach out to anyone. Depression makes you believe all these negative things, but it's like once we start openly talking about it, then we realize like, yo, I'm not the only one. And there's a whole community out there who are going through, you know, the, the same things that I'm going through, you know, to some level because of course everyone's mental health journey is different the mental health journey is not linear uh but yeah when you start to openly talk about it and you see and then other people are like oh he's talking about it or she's talking about it like i i guess i feel comfortable talking about it too and then you realize like you're not alone you know and then you find you find that 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 community yeah and i think like just going off what you got like i feel like this freedom is just like putting it all on the table because like especially like with playing sports my entire life like people just thought I had like perfect life and like I didn't struggle with anything and I was just happy all the time so I think like when when I came out and I told people like wow like like I struggle with depression like there was other people just like wow I didn't know you was going through that and then there was other people who were just like I'm glad you said something because I either like I went through that like, like I went through those seasons of like suicidal thoughts and trying to commit suicide or like I'm currently going through that so like how you know so I was able to like you know kind of guide people and like kind of give them a little bit of encouragement and, and I, I think like like we said like it, it shows people that there's other people that are going through it too right you know you you then become support for others I, I again so many similarities in our in our um, mental health journeys you and I uh, I went through the same you know thing in college like I was very like a high functioning depressed person I was involved in so many things and when I started make the space with Ashley and I start and I talked about being a three-time suicide survivor and all these so many people from college and from high school were like oh my god like I didn't know that you try to kill yourself at 16 or I didn't know that you were so depressed in college and it's like, yeah, because you have this mask. But then finally, when you get, you get not just comfortable, but you also get tired of hiding it, and you start you openly talk about it. You you take off that mask, and people really see, like, yeah, like even though on the outside it may seem like you had it all together, but like you were really in a lot of emotional pain. 
and again like people um you know then feel less alone like wow if someone like yourself who seems like they have everything that they want they could ever need and they seem so happy have great friends beautiful family if they are feeling like this then you know I I'm not the only one that's going through this you know yeah and, and I think like one thing that I'll say to anybody who's listening to it if you like who still has on like that mask or that front like you'll never ever be able to fully like accept love with that thing on because it because there will always be the thought is yes you, you like that but if you knew who I was when nobody was around you wouldn't feel the same way about me you know so it's just like mm-hmm. I think like I never like once I would expose that and put it all on the table that's when I was able to be like alright like the people who are still around love me for who I am and not what I provide to them you know absolutely 100% so um, my question for you now, like you've, it sounds like you've done like so much, so much self work, a lot of self healing, but of course the mental health journey is never over, right? We're constantly healing. We're constantly growing. We're constantly, you know, learning, you know, where are you now in your, in your mental health journey? You know, you're a teacher now in the pandemic, you know, you have your brand, you know, it sounds like you have a great support system. You know, where's what's the mental health journey like? You know, looking for you now. I think it's like right now it's more because, like I said, with everything changing, I think it's it, it, it's constantly changing. So you have to be aware of it. You have to stay on top of it. I think the biggest thing is to like I I just stopped like transition. Like I changed therapist, so I'm currently looking for a different one. So like mm-hmm. now it's more just like. Um, just speaking with like close friends, whatever the case is, journaling was a big thing for me because I, I feel like there's so many thoughts, so many emotions that I have like throughout the day, and and I think like the biggest thing I've always had to ask myself is like where are you like where are you at right now? You know, like mm-hmm. not like like not just like physically, but like mentally, emotionally, just all that stuff. Like where am I at? Just grounding myself, and I think mm-hmm. like kind of doing stuff just like like for myself I, I think that's what a lot of people like need to know like I think like in your mental health journey like you have to find the things that bring you joy but also you have to find the things that bring you sadness so, so like I think staying away from those things that bring you sadness also will like I said it, it will will help with like how you feel on on, on, the, on the daily um and like I said, I think I'm really big on just like the people you surround yourself around. So like mm-hmm. hanging around like great quality people is always, is always good because it will keep you on track. And you know, and, and like they know who you are. Like I think the good thing about my friends now, they can look at me and just be like, "Yo, Brandon, you need time to just stop working and just like just just, just go." So I think <laughs> that's also I've been very very helpful. So like that's that's where I'm at right now. That's awesome. It sounds like you have great coping skills. Journaling is a great coping skill. Um, I actually myself, you know, started up with that again. I had a friend who put me on to it again. And so that's great emotional hygiene, you know, practicing that grounding techniques, fantastic. And again, just having an awesome support system. The great thing about a support, a great support system is like, you know, like you mentioned, like they know you so well. So it's like, they could see when you're not doing well and they could check in, check in on you and they could, um, I don't like to say like, 
keep tabs on you, but like keep you in check as well, you know, because sometimes, you know, we could be entering like a depressive episode and we don't even see it coming, but maybe those people part of our support team could be like, Hey, Brandon, um, see, you're not eating as much or you're not sleeping well, or, you know, whatever it may be, like, maybe you need a mental health day or like, Hey, let's, let's go out, let's go get some fresh air and, and talk, you know, tell me what's going on. So it's great that you have those friends that like truly know you. And, and love you for who you are and care so much about you that they are are willing to do those things for you. Yeah, and like, I think like with, with all those stuff, like it's it's important to see that it's a habit that you're building um, more than like something that you need, that needs to get done every single day. Because like, with, like the journey with your mental health is such a like everyday thing, minute by minute, second by second thing that like, mm-hmm. you know, you might win at the beginning of the day, but you might be completely off at the end of the day. And Absolutely. Up so much. So, so I think like, cause, and, and then like, let's say if it's journaling or whatever the case is, what you do, if you make it something where it's like an obligation, oh, I have to do this. The minute that you, that, that one day when you don't do it, um, you, you, you might have the, like the, you might feel the need to like beat yourself up, but like, dang, like, man, I missed it out. And I think what, what one thing I had to like like discern was just the difference between like building a habit being cons- like that being consistent isn't keeping the streak. I think sometimes we see like a streak or snaps that like all right like I gotta I gotta do this again you know but like a streak is just you just trying to keep that thing up but like building consistency is is building that habit and I think like one thing that I've learned is just like you we're all building habits. So really you build a good ones or build a bad one. So I, like, I think the biggest thing that I would say is just like that, like make sure that you're building habits and not not building a streak of doing something. You know, that is great advice. You know, and to piggyback off of that, you know, when you focus on like having a streak, like that's when you like you know um, get into burnout. You know because I, I know that I've done that before where I'm like, okay, I got to do X, Y, and Z every day. Like I would even put like alarms, like uh, notifications in my phone to remind me like, okay, I got a journal. I got to write poetry. I got a podcast. Da, da, da. And if I didn't get it done, like you said, I would beat myself up and I'm like, dang, I didn't do X, Y, and Z. This is not good. I'm going backwards. I think it's also important, you know, in mentioning all that, you know, the mental health journey is also about giving yourself grace. Give yourself the, the same grace you give others when they fuck up. Give it to yourself, you know? You know, someone drops the ball at work or, you know, a family member lets you down, relationship, whatever it may be, and you give that person grace, you give that person the benefit of doubt, we got to do the same thing with ourselves. You know, it's like if all we had the energy to do today was shower and eat one meal and respond to like five emails out of the whole to-do list that we had mm-hmm. we gotta celebrate those wins and we gotta give ourselves grace like hey like what you're going through right now is very difficult so the fact that you even did any of that stuff on the to-do list round of applause to you you know yeah and that's crazy that you say that because i remember it was like a week ago i was talking with a group of friends my friend Ali, she, she basically said that too. She was like, let's say, you know, you don't feel, feel like you're not a bed and you go to the gym and, and you go for 15 minutes and that's that's all you do. Like, that's that's better than, like, you have to give yourself credit for at least, like, making the attempt thing actually going. So I think, like, like what you said, that, that's spot on.
And then I learned in therapy. Shout out to my therapist. Um, <laughs> because I, because I, 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 I did a lot. Of, I do a lot of negative self talk. Um, you know, and, and and I beat myself up. And my therapist told me she's like the the same way that like you are always like cheering other people on and giving them grace and being so kind and thoughtful to them. She's like, you need to do that to yourself. And I was like, you know what? You are right. I don't do that enough to myself. And I don't celebrate myself enough. I don't speak highly of myself enough. So all 2021 and beyond, that's what we doing up in here. That's it. <laughs> and I think what I've been doing recently too is I've, I'm have i not so quick to give advice anymore. Just, I think what, what I have been doing is going back to the advice that I used to give other people and giving it to myself. Because yes. kind of like what you said, we're just like, I think we're, like, we're so quick to, to, to try to be the solution to everything. But mm. it's just like sometimes like, yeah, you know, that's good. But also like, like I said, you don't want to pour from the empty cup. So I got to mm. make sure that I'm doing what I tell you to do or else I'm giving you like an unrealistic expectation of what to expect, you know? Facts, facts, facts. You, know, you heard it here first, people. Brandon's dropping them knowledge darts on us. I, you know what happens when two New Yorkers get together on this show? <laughs> You're like, let me. I'm gonna just like um, deviate from this real quick. That was one of the first things you and I bonded over. I was like, oh, you're from New York, and you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, you from the Bronx? I was like, let's go. <laughs> like, I don't care, yo. Like, I like I fuck with people who are from New York. Unless they're from like Long Island <laughs> or Staten Island, um, but like then, like when someone tells me like, "Oh yeah, I'm from the Bronx," I was like, "Oh, where are you from? The BSBS all there?" I throw my ex up like, "Ah, gang, gang, we up in here." You already know. Um, real quick, remind me, what part of the Bronx are you from? I'm from the South Bronx. I was born, like I grew up on Prospect Ave. Hey, South Bronx, the South South Bronx. Nobody's gonna know that throwback. Nobody's gonna know that throwback. <laughs> Nobody's gonna know that. They're gonna be like, yo, this this girl's mad washed. Like she's singing like rap from the 80s. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, Kingsbridge and Jerome. And then when my parents separated, my dad stood in Kingsbridge and uh, my mom. We moved to Throsnick, uh, the projects in Throsnick. So I could, like after that, I split my time between Kingsbridge and uh, Throsnick. So the Bronx, I hold it very dear to my heart. I don't care that I live in PA. You could take me out the Bronx, or you can't take the Bronx out of me, and that's just what it is. So, anyways, getting back to what we, we had. No, 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 hold on, let me. Because I think like one thing I always tell people is just like growing up in New York, people don't understand that like you have like you're not. Like, even if you're seven years old, you're not really seven years old. You're, like, 12 or 13. Like, like you, 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 you've seen, you've been exposed to stuff that, like, people don't see, mm. you know, un until they go to college or where, or maybe they never even see until, like, they're grown. It's just, like, like you see, like, death at a high rate. You see drugs. You see, you know, it's just mm -hmm. a whole bunch of stuff that you're exposed to early. And just, like, I feel like it just forces you to grow up way faster than people everywhere else. Like, I remember, like, when I did move to PA, and it just, like, I just felt like I was way older than everybody um, around me. Facts, facts. I, I agree. When you, no matter, like, what age, like, when you grow up in New York, you definitely grow up fast and you grow up real quick. And coming from the Bronx, one of the toughest boroughs, you know, truly the school of hard knocks, that is what it is. Like you said, you see things that 
no child should ever seen. And you see shit that most people, like you tell them that you went through that and they'd be like, oh my God, are you okay? And because some people like, you'll be like, yeah, you know, I, I try to take the subway and there's a fucking crackhead, you know, shooting up right next to me. People be like, what? And you'd be like, yeah, that's the Bronx. That's New York, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, like that's what it is. Yeah, like I got off, I got off the bus and there was someone just laid out on the ground, like, and they're like, you just stepped over them. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm, you mind your business. <laughs> like, that's what you do. Mind your fucking business. Or like, in, like in kindergarten, like I remember, like just walking to school, like by myself, like and just like people, like your parents didn't take you to school. No, like you know, because like, like, like I went to PS212, so like that was like right on home street, so it was like right up the block, so it wasn't too far. But like still, like people just like what, like that, that's crazy that that you did that in kindergarten. So I, I just think that like, like I said, it just it shapes you. So like I said, there's always love for 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 the Bronx. Always, always big love for the Bronx, you know. I I hold the Bronx dear to my heart, like I said. You know, my daughter, she was born here in PA, but she's going to know all about the Bronx growing up. I'll be like, listen, we from New York, that's it, <laughs> okay? Like, I have mad pride, like, when... Every time I talk about the Bronx with people, like, except I have my best friend Jonah. Shout out to Jonah. He listens to the show. He stays shitting on the, the Bronx. He'd be like, oh, yeah, the, the broken down Bronx. I'm like, bro, we going to fight yeah. Like he's from and he's from Staten Island. I'm like, yo, you mad corny? Second, like, first of all, second of all, fuck out of here. Like, don't be disrespecting the Bronx. Like, I feel like the Bronx really gets a bad rap. And like, yes, like, you know, there's bad shit in the Bronx, but honestly, like, there's bad shit everywhere you go. Um, but there's also, you know, so much beauty and culture and diversity to be celebrated in the Bronx and all over New York City. You know, so no, no place is perfect. Okay. I, I think like one thing I have to say, just like like growing up in New York, is it burst my love for music number one, and just for fashion. Like no matter what you say about the Bronx, bro, people were fly. It wherever you went, people had the big coats and like the ACG boots or whatever case they were wearing. Like they were just so fly all the time. So and it's just like or even like art. Like people always look at graffiti like, oh, that's bandit looking. Well, that's art, bro. So I just that's art. That, like, just like always being exposed to just like different forms of art. I think like at a young age, that that really sparked my interest. And see, and that right there is the beauty of the Bronx. There's only only the a place like the Bronx could birth. You know, there there's there's so much beauty. There's so much art. So much created created to be celebrated from the Bronx. It's just amazing. You know, I mean, you could we could take it from hip hop. You know, graffiti art. We could talk about, you know, the fashion. Like, it, the conversation can't go on. But one thing that is undebatable: nobody, nobody. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was saying it right here, right now. And if anybody got, if anybody got beef with it, come see me. <laughs> <laughs> come see me. Mm-hmm. So, so I wanna, I wanna get a little into. You know, the hood hippie, love yourself. This brand, y'all, like, y'all gotta get on their site. Let me tell you, the merch is phenomenal. Um, I will be honest, I have not purchased yet. You know, you have to understand, um, I have a child and all my money goes on her, but I will be making a purchase, y'all. And when I do, I'm gonna do a review and it's gonna, I'm gonna model it for everybody on IG. Like, I, 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 look at me. 
love my love your shirt love your love yourself shirt but anyways the merch is amazing it's it's quality stuff i see the planning that you really put into every piece you know mm-hmm. so out of out of the darkness really comes this amazing idea that you have and you're like all right let me just make a shirt 25 and then you see it just boom pops off you see mm-hmm. how successful it is and i think well y'all, y'all just had your your one year anniversary correct yeah congrats congrats to you my guy you're doing fantastic with this so yo like y'all y'all really popping out here y'all out here like tell us tell us more about like what goes into the brand you you told us what it's all about but mm-hmm. you know the planning how, how do you how do you like pick the colors the designs like how do you do it <laughs> <laughs> i think like literally i think i feel like it comes to me just like in in, in dreams and, and just like living life and it's like wow like, i'm the type of person where like i will write a random note like anywhere where i'm like i might be, like I'll, I'll be walking down the street and i'll look at something and it'll spark something I'll, and I'll, I'll write down a word and i'll come back to it later and like kind of like reflect on it and just see where it popped off at. um like i said I, I think the biggest like shout out i have to give is to my boy sam because he's in charge of like all the videos and the photography and just all of that stuff like he takes care of all of that and i think if it wasn't for him i don't like i don't think i would have the mental capacity to do this because <laughs> I, I had like a, like a mess breakdown just say no you know but you're just like ready like calm down like it's gonna be okay so like, as moral support but also like he's also like oh he's also one of the owners too so just like I think like working with someone who's such a who's literally my best friend, but also keeping things professional, keeping like the business, like keeping the business about business and our friendship about friendship. I think that's very hard. Sometimes a lot of people don't know how to do that, but I feel like we balance it well. So that's always good. Um, I think like my biggest thing with the inspiration for clothes, the first number rule number one is you don't put half-ass product out there. I would never put something out there that I would not buy at the store. So the first thing I always say is just like, if I saw this on the shelf, if I saw this, like, because yeah, Urban Outfit is in my favorite store, if I saw that at Urban Outfit, would I want to buy it? And, and, and one thing I say about like ideas with clothing or whatever the case is, there's never a bad idea. They're just certain ideas that just aren't fully developed yet. So sometimes like I might have like, ooh, like this might be cool, but it might not be ready yet. It's just like, all right, like that goes just like in, in the vault. And it, it's, it's just a thought. And then, like, who knows? It might be a month or, or six months after, where like there's something that I that I see that I, I don't know. Ooh, well, what if I add this idea with that idea that I had months ago, and like that creates a product. I think don't rush anything. Like everything happens when it's supposed to happen. So like to realize that like if it's not happening at that time when you wanted to, then it wasn't meant to happen at that time. You know. But also, like I said, it's just like. Always like never giving the people too much at once, because mm. you gotta keep you, you gotta keep them coming back. You know, like if I give you and they coming back, they keep yeah. coming back. I, I, yeah. I see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just like if if you know if I if I give you everything, you're gonna be like, all right. Well, I got everything. I I don't need to um to to come back. And, and I think sometimes people be like, oh well, like don't give your best self. Like don't give your best stuff first. Like no 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 no. I'm the type of person where like I'm very competitive. So like if 
our drop goes well or like you know it's just great colors like a good great colorway it's like all right, how can i top this the next time and like mm-hmm. that's my goal the whole entire time it's just like how do i make how i make this better because that's how you start to grow um from the business perspective you have to see the business as an organism and and that it might start off as a seed but that they as you take care of it it'll start to grow you know whatever the case is um like and, and just like like being like thinking long term with it because like i think so much time like people look at the brand and they're like wow you must be doing really really good and i'm just like kind of you know so it just like, <laughs> it depends on like, like how you're seeing it like i think it's starting like more people starting to, to find out about it now but I, and, but also like i think a big thing that i do is separate brandon allen from the hood hippie because like i think so much times that like, people make their identity and their sense of self their sense of worth like what they do and then whenever the thing goes really well they become really really prideful or when it goes to shit they they they, they start beating themselves up so like just staying level-headed allows them to look at it with more of a clear mind and, and approach it that way you know so just like not get too high with the highs and not get too low with the low that was mm. a lot that was but wise words my friend again with the knowledge darts you know that's just you know a new york state of mind that's what we do but um no your stuff is great and you started this and um your release was like right at the start of the pandemic right yeah that's that's wild you know like i you know, the start of the pandemic, that's when people were like, you know, well, people are still hurting financially, but that's like, you know, people lost their jobs, people who had business businesses, you know, had to close down and things like that, you know, and you was like, yeah, whatever, I'm, I'm still going to do this. And you were still successful. So like, that's, that's truly a blessing. It really is. And um, I see the support that you have, like people people love the merch but I think more than just like the the merch and like the quality they just love the message behind it I mean that's what draw me to want you to come on the show because when I go see y'all gotta go on the website because the website is hot like in the background there's like a whole video going on and I'm like oh this is mad official like you know my boy don't play like he's about his stuff like he said he don't put out garbage he don't do nothing half-assed like this is official tissue like this is awesome and that's when i saw your the on the bobby page your video and i was like i didn't even like look at the merch first bro i just would keep the video i was like wow like this is something i want to know more about this is something i want to support and i imagine that this is why people are supporting you because they feel the same way that i do mm-hmm. and the the, the 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 merchandise is great the i'm kind of tight because there's a there's a green sweatshirt it's like an emerald drawn that I really wanted and that sold out and I'm pretty sure that's never gonna come back because my boy Brandon he's like supreme he be doing like limited drops and it's like (laughs) once something drops it doesn't come back and everybody just cops it and if you get it you get it and if you don't you don't and that's it (laughs) like it's never coming back like he don't do anything twice which is great I commend you for that but damn I'm never gonna get that sweatshirt And it, like I said, to this day, like I'll get messages every single day, just like, "Hey, like, when are you restocking on this?" And I'm just like, "Never, never, <laughs> never." You know? But like I said, I, I think I, I put a lot of like I, I take a lot of time into each drop. So like, I, and I want whoever buys the product to to feel special and to feel like you know, like, wow, like I, I got this. 
So, and that's the reason why I don't re-release. But also, like I said, it, it just like increases the demand for it too. We're just like, all right, like I might not be fully sold on this, but I know that I ain't ever gonna be able to get this again. And then you grow to love it. You know, I think that's what happens a lot of times when people say too. They just like, I don't know, like I wasn't they like, I wasn't hundred percent feeling it when I first got it, but now yo, this joke's fire. So like, I think that's that's also pretty dope. Yeah, see, look, he he knows what he's doing, y'all. Open your third eye, like he's here with it. You know, he open your third eye, you see the whole vision. I think that's that's very smart, you know, um, to have like limited drops. I know, like, um, I like I like for example, I just bought a purse from um, Brandon Book um, Blackwood. He is he's a um, handbag um, designer, and um, he just did his final drop for his ESR totes, which um, stands for End Systematic Racism. And I copped one because I knew it was never going to happen again. And like all his stuff sold out. And like that was it. Like that's the last drop. So, and like his stuff is in high demand. And he just had another drop. I missed it. I didn't get my bag. And now I'm hurting. Okay. <laughs> and now I'm praying that he drops like the one bag that I want again. He, he may strategic just like you but you know i think that's great it does keep up the demand um and i you know and like you know while we're on the top i think it's fantastic that you know people are supporting not just small businesses like yourself but black owned businesses and and i'm gonna tell you you know i haven't gotten my hands on this merch quite yet but i could tell that this is luxury my friend i could tell that once this material touches the skin it's like ooh, it's like a hug <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and like i said i i thank you that's that's such a great compliment but it goes back to just like like you said like i i want to put great things out there like i think so much time like people just say ooh, like i want to support and then i think like it's kind of shying away from that we're just like yo i i love this like you know and, and i think that's what i want i want people to, to to love it you know and to buy it because like you actually want to enjoy having it not just doing it. oh that's my boy you know so Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I really do think people love it. You know, you everything is constantly sold out. Um, I'm always seeing people rocking your stuff from all all kinds of places. You know, like from your college, from you know, I saw that recently there was like a, a fellow teacher of yours rocking rocking your merch. You know, I know you know our girl Nat. She has like mad stuff from you, and she loves it. And you know, and I think you dropping this like during the pandemic was such a i think it was such a strategic move though because it's like there you know a lot of the products is you know it's it's t-shirts it's hoodies sweatshirts you got sweatpants you got hats you know and for, for a whole side like nobody was putting jeans on so yeah. it's like what's the next best thing sweatpants but we don't want just any basic ass we want some nice comfy fleece sweatpants at the same time has a good message message and you're supporting you know a black owned business so it's like it's a win-win for everybody right yeah that is true and like and i think that's the biggest thing too where like when people say like oh i want to start something up timing is very key mm-hmm. like because like you you might have a dope idea but it might be you might give it at the wrong time and it might not have the same effect as if you would have waited or if you were to put that thing out like at that right time so i think timing is very key and just like being very strategic you have to look at every single part like you have to think about all right what's what all can go well what all can go really bad and that way you're able to assess it you know from very objective and then make that decision but also like i think like 
another thing with like having a business or whatever the case is, is just like your ability to act on the fly. Cause like um, things like things always pop up, you know, things that might go wrong, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong, you know? So just like, all right, what am I going to do if this doesn't work out or that doesn't work out? So like, I think always having a problem. I think one thing that I've been repeating to my, myself, like for the past couple months is every problem has a solution. If it doesn't have a solution, it's not a problem. It's just a circumstance. So I think yeah. like when, when you approach it like that, you'll always see that like, all right, if, if, if it, if I can do something about it, I'll be able to. But if I can't, I have to know that this is out of my control. This is out of my hands. That's deep. Deep, my friend. Wow. I'm like really like sitting on that. Like, wow. You putting me on to stuff. Like, I'm <laughs> over here getting enlightened. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so I know you got some stuff that you are cooking up with the brand. You know, I peeped the IG story and I was like, ooh, that's mad cute. He got a little something coming up for the ladies. Um, do you want to speak on that or you just want it to be a surprise? Yeah. So, like, in the summer, you know, I just, like, you know, people are starting to go back outside. So We know, outside! Like, we so, outside! <laughs> so, like I said, you have to, like, meet like the needs of the time so like you know just like create more stuff where like people can wear outside but also do it like inside and i think when you make versatile pieces it's a win-win situation because like let's say you meet the needs like they'll be like wow like this is dope i could wear this to go out but i could also wear it just like in my house if i'm chilling so i think the more times that you can like like you can cross like intertwine those things i think that's also important I think like the big thing that I, that I told my, like my big goal for 2021 was I was like, I want to make clothes. Like I, at some point this year, I want to make clothes that's just for women. Because I felt like before it was like sweatpants, whatever the case was. And like, it was men's clothes, but of course women bought it too. But like, I feel like when you, when you tell this thing, just like directly to women, I thought like that, that was a big thing. So like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm creating like sets for women, like I'm just like, that there, there's some skin tones, there's some uh, some earth tones, but also throwing some pastel colors in there too, just to, to mix it up. But that's also going to be very, very limited too. Like I think, like I'm saying that I might only make like 20 of each color. Wow, yeah. you're going to have people fighting, <laughs> fighting so, from this. Oh my so, goodness. So, so like that's, that, that's something that I have cooking out. But of course, like I, and like, like I said, I, I'm always thinking of just random stuff, so I might come up with like a different idea, you know, for something else. But also, like for the men, I don't want them to feel left out either. So like, I have like I have these pair of like satin shorts, like satin shorts, like for men. I have the tees that are coming out and stuff like that. So like, like I said, it's, it should be it should be a fun summer. It should be a fun one. This is I'm very happy to hear this because, like, you know, as a woman, I love to shop. Okay, I love to support small businesses, Black-owned businesses, and I love brands that destigmatize mental health um, and mental illnesses. So I'm really excited for you to do more women's stuff because I'll be honest, like like that that gr- that green hoodie that will never come back, and I will only see it on your page and never anywhere else. That I really want it because green's my favorite color. But I'm the type of woman I don't really wear. Um, sweatpants out and um like when I go out Brandon like we from New York so you already know what's up when I go out I'm dressed up like you're never gonna see me look so 
So mm-hmm. I'm not like a sweatpants hoodie type girl. I'm and not even in college, like going to classes. Like, no, like I would put on a nice pair of jeans and a nice cute top. So, you know, I'm looking forward to what you're going to be cooking up because I'm trying to look cute out here. You know, with the summer, I'm vaccinated. We outside. The streets are calling. So time to get rid of the sweatpants and try to show a little skin and look kind of cute and whatever. So I'm looking forward to what you got cooking up. As you said, you know, and it's like my biggest thing is just like making things that complement all body types. Like not just create things for like short girls or like skinny women or like super good to create stuff that like, you know, every girl feel comfortable in their own skin. So like, like I said, it's about loving yourself and like that's the whole goal with it. So just like, I don't know, like I, I think that's, that's a big emphasis that I want to I love that. I love that. I love the inclusivity. Yes, you know, you need some girls, the tall girls, the skinny girls, the thick girls, all the girls, all the girls. I really love it. So before we wrap up here, Brandon, I'm, I'm, I really don't want to finish. <laughs> I'm having such a good time talking to you. And I feel like, like, just like on like a friend level, like we could talk about like so much more. But uh, before we go, please tell our listeners where they can find you and where they can find everything about the brand. Yeah, so um, our Instagram is um, at thhloveyourself. Our website is thhloveyourself.com. Um, so like I said, if, if there's ever any time, and, and like one thing that I want to influence, I mean, that I want to tell you too, just that like, you know, we're talking about mental health. There's a section on our on our website where it's telling us your story where we ask people to share just stuff that they overcame. So if you ever feel like, you know what, I'm, I want to get something off my chest, you know, like I said, there, there's power when you when you share what's on your mind or there's power when you share stuff that has been bothered with for so long. So like, remember, like, go to that. Like, I think I, I would encourage you to go to that, share your story more than to buy the clothes. I care more about your own mental health, your own mental sanity and, and finding yourself loving yourself more than than, than than you and i feel like that supports too so if you want to support us tell, tell us a story we, we love to hear it so yeah that's dope yep i did peep that on there actually like before i actually booked you for this for the show when i saw that i was like well maybe like if i share my story with him then i can get connected with him and contact him through that but i'm not gonna lie like I mean, I've shared my story with my listeners, but I actually was, I was kind of scared to share it with you. Cause like when you're sharing it with listeners, you know, on the podcast, you're just, you're talking is at the time you're recording, you're talking to nobody, you're talking to yourself. So it's kind of easier, but like to sit there and type everything out to you, someone that I don't know, I will admit, I was a little intimidated by that idea. Um, and it has, you know, nothing to do with you. Just, you know, of course, you know, sharing your mental health story is, you know, it's not, it's not always easy. So, but I think that's an awesome feature that you have on the site. And yes, people, please utilize that, you know, share your story with Brandon and his whole team. Uh, before we go, uh, just want to do a little something for the listeners. You know, earlier we talked about uh, suicide. So, you know, just some resources. If you're in crisis or you need somebody to talk to immediately, you could text in to the crisis text line uh, at text home. You text home to 741-741. It is free and 24-7, okay? I am a crisis text line volunteer and I have used this resource in the past and it's something that's still saved on my phone to this day. I love 
what the crisis text line does for people um and i'm so happy to be a part of that organization again text home to 741-741 if you don't want to text and you want to talk to somebody you know hear a voice on the other end you can also call the national suicide prevention lifeline at 800-273-8255 that's 800-273-8255 24 hours again and it's completely free so that's another one I have to take of my phone. I've used it before and don't be afraid to reach out. There's people out there who want to help you and are there. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I really appreciate your time. Uh, next time, tell your boy Sam to come on. It'd be cool to talk to him too and just like get to know the chemistry between, you know, you know, two best friends and like, you know, friendship and business. How y'all, you know, balance that too. I would love to know more about that. Um, if you ever want to come back on the show or you ever want to do any type of work together, Brandon, you have my number. Um, just reach out to me. Um, might even reach out to you because I kind of have like merch ideas for the podcast and I don't know where to start. So I'm like, hey, like you might be kind of a mentor because even though you got a degree in secondary education, like you an entrepreneur and whatnot. So you know what you're doing out here. So I might be like, hey, yo, Brandon, how you help? I guess it'll help but nah I really appreciate you coming on it was so much fun I really hope you enjoyed yourself as well yeah, I love it but like I said I had so much fun thank you for having me I'll definitely be back I'll definitely be back yay I love to hear that and don't you lie don't lie to me don't yeah, lie to me <laughs> I said it so now I have to do it so yeah that's it y'all heard it here first you know so if Brandon don't come back and hit him up and on Instagram and be like yo why you lied to my girl ass that's not cool <laughs> all right i'm gonna let my friend this is make the space with ashley god bless and take care everyone